Know you waiting on your days to get better. You see a whole lot of change with the help of a prayer. No matter how big the problem is, God is great. No matter how big the problem is, God is great. Come on, time and time again. You still show us we going. Build us up when we were finished. Shine your light where it was then said you'll never let us down. With your words, we were found. As we learn through these trials, you remind us why we smile. Know you waiting on your days to get better. You see a whole lot of change with the help of a prayer. No matter how big the problem is, God is great. No matter how big the problem Ooh, is, God is great. Hey, how are you? Welcome to Pure Reflections, the podcast where we talk about motherhood, womanhood, and discipleship. I'm your host, Danielle Thompson, resident in counseling and mentor. Thank you for taking the time to listen. Be sure to hit subscribe. And now sit back, relax, and listen as I share what I've learned on my journey. Hey guys, how are you? This is Danielle. Thank you guys for listening to me yet again. I really hope that you guys enjoyed my welcome episode. I was really talking from the heart and I really hope that you guys were able to hear that. So to get started, I'm going to talk about what is going well in my life. And I got that from my therapist. Every time I would go to session, she'd be like, all right, Danielle, let's pray. And then let's talk about what's going well. At first, it took me probably at least a good five minutes to answer that question. But by the time I was done talking about what was going well, I had a little bit more humility when talking about what was not going well. So I think it's a very powerful tool to implement into your daily lives. So what is going well for me? Well, I launched a podcast. So that's like a big win. And I have been doing good as far as getting stuff done for my business. That's a big win for me too. So I'm grateful for that. Really, really grateful because I struggled for a really long time with just believing in myself and putting myself out there, producing what I need to produce, writing, everything like that. And here it is that God has graced me with an ability to just do it, you know, talk about his timing. So moving on, what I want to talk to you guys about today is my 2020 blessings. You know, I'm basically going to go through each month and talk about what was big for me. I think it's good to reflect. I definitely think it's necessary to have um, something to compare to so that I can know how to move going into this year. I don't think it's too late to make these um adjustments so that, you know, we can just see what God does in 2021. So let's get into it. So in January of 2020, I moved into a new home that I started renting. And it was big for me because um, 2019 was a really rough year. Like I was probably depressed for the majority of 2019. It was my last year of grad school. I, um, was still fresh in Virginia and I was just dealing with the struggles associated with not working full-time because I'm doing internship and raising three kids. So 2019 was really, really stressful. And, you know, towards the end of 2019, I finally got this little part-time gig, which I hated to be honest, but you know, I didn't have peace about quitting it. So I stuck it out and in sticking it out, you know, I met this wonderful lady 
who me and her started talking and she was like well how are you and I said you know to be honest I really don't feel like God wants me to renew my lease but if I don't renew my lease I don't know where I'm going with my kids like I'm not from out here and the way this year has been looking financially I'm not in a place to just get up and move you know got to do credit checks you know there's just a lot so she was like, well, you know, if you don't feel like that's what God wants you to do, don't do it. So I'm like, huh, you know, I'll pray on it. I'll see what's going on. Long story short, I tried calling the lady a few days later. She didn't answer and she wasn't responding to my messages. So to myself, I'm like, well, I knew that was not what it was like, whatever. She don't care. Oh, let me let me backtrack a little bit. I'm sorry. I forgot a very important piece. Um, she was like, well, you can come and live here with your kids. And I thought this lady was just lying, but you know, I reached out to her. She didn't answer anything like that. So I gave up on it. I'm like, yeah, I knew that was too good to be true. She not even open to talking to me about the details. So now next month passed and you know, I go to see her and we're talking and she's like, you know, I'm really serious about you coming to live here with your kids. Did you decide if you're going to renew your lease or not? And I say, you know what? No, I'm not going to renew the lease. I don't feel led to do it. And anytime I make a decision without peace, I regret it. And I don't like having to go back and clean anything up. So I said, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it. Now, mind you, this is a whole week and a half after the deadline to renew my lease. And she said to me, okay, well, I'm moving to Florida with my husband. He's in the military. We've lived apart for a couple of years. I'm moving to Florida with my husband. Um, you can rent the house. And I'm like, what? I'm like, are you serious? She was like, yeah, you can come live here with your kids. Now, guys, beautiful home. Like, beautiful home. So, okay, five bedrooms, four bathrooms, just a beautiful home. And I'm like okay, you know, I'll let's, let's talk about it. Let's work out the details and let's do this. So long story short, Christmas came and financially I wasn't in a place to buy everything for my kids that I wanted to. And I just explained to them like, listen, you know, things are tough for mommy right now, but I got y'all next year. And when I tell you this woman, her husband and her kids wanted to meet my kids and we decided to go to dinner, when I tell you these people pulled up with a trunk full of gifts, and I'm not talking about cheap gifts. I'm talking about brand new controllers, $50 gift cards to the movies, like just blew us out the water. And my kids were so, so happy. Right after Christmas, I moved into the house. House was amazing. You know, things started from there. And I'm giving you guys the Cliff Notes version um, I'll give more details about everything at a later date, but for the sake of this episode, I just want to point out my wins. Now, emotionally, it was a lot for me because I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm here. And, you know, my history as far as having a home and stability, you know, it's been a really challenging one. So to be in this beautiful house, this huge house, it was just like, oh my gosh, I have never lived in anything like this before. So that that's what the win was for me. There was a lot of emotional adjustment that needed to take place. And God started working on my heart to number one, get me to accept that. And, you know, I was in therapy at the time and that helped a lot. So 
going through that transition was life-changing for me. So now for February. February, I got a new job. You know, it's the first job in my field as a counselor. So that was really good for me. It definitely started helping with my financial situation because like I said the year before I was in grad school in my internship year and I was struggling like this was struggling. March I registered my business officially and boy that was a process within itself because I didn't believe in myself. I didn't believe in what I was doing but I had already started the business in New York but didn't really do much with it and here it is I restarted it. I also think that March was big for me because I think that's when I was really delivered from poverty. That's something that I have been praying and fasting about for a while. And to see my finances just shoot up like that, it was like, oh my gosh, like this is the deliverance and the breakthrough that I have been waiting for. So in April, I invested in my business and just kind of got the operational piece together, everything that I needed to run the business consistently, website stuff, you know, having my web developer do what she needed to do. So that was really good. And then in May, I graduated from college with my master's. And that was emotional for me because once COVID hit, I'm like, no, y'all got me messed up. I don't want to finish anymore. Like, I'm not going to be able to walk across the stage. And that's what's been keeping me like just thinking about hooding thinking about graduation and here it is I'm robbed of this I'm like I'm done I'm not doing no work and a lot of my friends were like Danielle you got to keep going so graduating with my master's was just amazing and because of COVID I ended up having to hood myself and let me tell y'all I cried when I hooded myself in that virtual ceremony because it just reminded me of my journey and having to do a lot of things on my own and that just that crushed me but you know I sucked it up hooded myself and just kept it pushing so yay me in June my kids went to New York for the summer and that was my first time being alone like physically alone it was tough because emotionally everything that I had been able to suppress for such a long time came to surface you know I didn't have my kids to buffer anymore like um in the house no one there and that just really set into me but it really taught me how to um love God it really really taught me how to love God it really taught me how to lean on God because I would just cry to him like God I'm lonely I know you said you'll never leave nor forsake me so help me deal with this and In the midst of the pandemic, I traveled a little bit. I'm not going to lie. And by the grace of God, I was good. And that's that was my win for July was the traveling. I increased my traveling. I became a resident in counseling. So I applied. I went through that process. I was making my money. Between uh, breaks from work, I would go and I would travel and then I would come back. In August, I reached out about a trainer. And even though I didn't start training, that was big because... I have struggled for such a long time with my weight and just being discontent. And I had got a trainer back in 2017. And the only reason why I got the trainer because they had a competition going on that if you drop the most weight and put on the most muscle mass, you win 500. I needed the bread. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to win this 500. And I won it. And what I did was I took the 500 and reinvested into my trainer, but eventually stopped 
So when I moved to Virginia, you know, I started doing a lot of emotional eating and gains all the way back. Not good. So I reached out to find out, you know, how much it would be to get a trainer, see to go and see what the gym was like, decide if I really wanted to make this investment because here it is, my finances has improved, but I still struggled with that poverty mentality where I'm like, no, I should probably save my money just for a rainy day. But I really had to force myself to trust God and be like, you know what, God, I got this bread. This is what I want to do. I want to invest into my health. Give me the just the strength to go and drop this bread on it because this trainer is not cheap. Nowhere close to being cheap. So I did that. I reached out. And then in September, um, I started the process of the first time home buyer stuff, which that was great because I really desire to have a home. I really, really do desire to have a home. That has been something near and dear to my heart. Um, you know, I'm an immigrant where my family's from Jamaica and just living in the States has not been anywhere close to normal for us. So um, I can honestly say within the past five years, maybe five to 10 years, I've probably moved every single year, every year. Like when I went to go and do my citizenship, I had to use two pages just to list <laughs> my previous addresses. So to be able to actually just start the process to go through the home buyers program was just a huge blessing for me. And I was really, really um, grateful for that. Something else that happened um, in September is that I rearranged my life to be around my children. One of the promises that I made to my kids is that, you know, just give me three years to finish college. And then after college, it's all about y'all. Whatever y'all want to do, I'm going to work on our relationship with each other because as a single mom going through college and being young and raising kids, one of the sacrifices that I made was I'm going to have to, you know, miss out on some young years so that I'm able to be there when my boys are teenagers. Because when I was a teenager is when I needed my mom the most, you know, so I didn't want to miss that with me having three boys. So I'm like, sacrifice some young years so you could be there when they're teenagers. So here it is. I'm like, Nas, give mommy some time. Like, I need you to help me with your brothers. But I promise you, as soon as I graduate, it's all about y'all. And now it came time for me to deliver on that promise. And I'm like, but God, I need help. Like, teach me how to not just be an, a provider, but teach me how to nurture my sons. Teach me how to be the mother that they need me to be. And God did that. You know, I think it was just perfectly orchestrated for them to go to New York for that time so that I can have time to get to know myself a little bit, but also have a mental break, an emotional break, a spiritual break so that when my kids came back, I was ready to go. So in September, I rearranged my life to accommodate my children and make them a priority. So that was awesome. I cut my work hours so that I could be there, especially with the pandemic, not knowing what that's going to look like. But I trusted God to provide for me. And he he's done that. He's been consistently doing that. And I thoroughly enjoy being home with my kids. I enjoy their company. Now, in October, I paid off a credit card, which was great. Such a big one because, you know, I have ran it up over the summer. But I paid off my credit card. And I started training. 
started with my trainer, like just like that. And that was huge for me because I'm like, wow, I'm actually doing something about this. Like, I'm going to look good. I'm about to lose some weight. But I really wanted to work on my emotional health. And, you know, I had went to the doctor and had them do a full panel on me to see if there was anything wrong. Um, and she's like, you're healthy. So if you want to improve your overall mood and everything like that, just get a trainer or something. I'm like, you know what? I will do that. And that's exactly what training has done for me. It has helped with um, my symptoms before my period. It has helped with just my overall mood. I started taking some prescribed vitamin D, which has been tremendous. Um, But overall, I feel amazing. Like drinking gallons of water a day, like... Could have never told me I would do that, but I am, and I'm grateful for that. So October was definitely important for me. Um, then November, my family came to visit me for the first time from New York, which is big for me because they haven't visited me in Virginia, and you know we lived in New York our whole life. So for them to come and just surprise me like that, it was amazing. Like we enjoyed each other's company. Me and my sister, we cooked because you know Thanksgiving is my holiday. Christmas is my sister's holiday, but we cooked, we hosted everybody. I had the space to host everybody. Like, talk about crying. I cried for three days after they left just out of pure joy because not only did my family come, but I had space to accommodate them. Like, talk about talk about God being good, you know? But they came, we enjoyed each other company. They saw a little bit of what country living is like. And they liked it. They were peaceful. And it just brought me so much joy to see my family like that after everything we've been through. And then in December, I completed um, another draft of my ebook. But honestly, it's not even just going to be an ebook anymore. It's going to be a full blown book, which is not what I planned for. But, you know, God does his thing. And I did my photo shoot. And let me tell you guys about this photo shoot. Like, I have been planning for it all year long. Just, you know, sewing into it, spending money, buying outfits, buying all of us the same shoes, um, planning for makeup, just everything. Like, <sighs> that photo shoot blew my mind because I was, I did, what I walked into, I wasn't even thinking about or ready for and I was going to do this photo shoot photo shoot dolo and my um one of my really good friends her daughter-in-law's sister you know I reached out to her I asked her to do my makeup she said she would do it and in the midst of her doing my makeup she was like you should have told me I would have came with you and I'm like can you please come with me like I need you like can you just please come with me and she's like you really want me to come with you I'm like yeah like please come with me long story short she came with me but then my sister's friend you know I called him and asked him because my sister told me to and I'm like that's your friend like he'll support you and she was like no ask him and I asked him and he without a doubt was like yeah I'll take off work I'll be there I'm like for real he's like yeah and let me tell you between him her and the photographer, they made me feel like a celebrity. Like, I don't like attention. And I'm not used to having that much attention. Like, it's overwhelming for me. And when I tell you, like, they made me feel like the baddest in the world. Like, 
he held my kids down. He's like, Danielle, don't worry about it. Worry about your hair and your makeup. Worry about you taking your pictures. I got the boys. Like, I'll get them flea. I'll make sure they Tim's look right. I'll make sure their outfits is crisp. They moisturized, hair brushed, whatever. Like, I, I got them. You just worry about you. And her, like, she was just so amazing, so encouraging. Like, in every way, words cannot describe. And in the midst of all of that going on, you know, I just saw myself in a different light. And God was just ministering to me, like, get used to this. This is about to be your normal. Like, this is your first of many photo shoots. Like, this is this is you. This is the lifestyle that I have for you. And I cried. Like, I literally cried in the photo shoot. And <laughs> my makeup artist came and she's, like, patting my eyes. Like, girl, you got this. You got this. Just, like, you know, we can't be messing up your makeup. But you, we got this. And just the amount of love that they poured out to me was just uh, overwhelming. Like, I look at the pictures that my photographer took all the time. Like, wow, that's me. Like, I really made this come through. After all the years of just sitting and thinking about, like, oh, my gosh, I want to do a nice, professional, fancy photo shoot with my kids, it's here and it's alive. How amazing is that? So now I know for this year, number one, I will be doing another photo shoot because I can. You know what I mean? I can. If I want it, I can have it. So I'm going to be doing that. I'm going to continue to work on my business. I'm going to continue to pour because I'm full. I am full. God has been so good to me. And I just want to share that with you guys. So this is my way of giving back. This is my way of being obedient to what God wants me to do. But also to just share the things that I've learned on my journey. And I really hope that you guys... Thug it out with me because <laughs> I am new to podcasting and I don't know everything about it. I just know that I need to hit record, record what I got to say and share it. So as I go along, I'm sure I will learn some techniques and things like that. But I honestly just want to engage with you guys. So my hopes is that with my recap, you can look back at your accomplishments um, with a new and fresh perspective because uh, accomplishments don't always have to be tangible. They don't always have to be monetary. In the midst of everything that occurred for me in 2020, God was doing like a heavy pruning in my life, both spiritually and emotionally and mentally. He had he delivered me from poverty, but he needed to get the residue off of me. And that takes time. That transition emotionally, that takes time. And it took a lot. So, you know, I wanted to make sure I was good. So I got my therapist and um, I had a few select people that I spoke to when I was going through things. But ultimately, I ultimately I really just had to do it with God. And what's funny is that I forgot to talk about this. In September, I went and got um, a trim for my hair because I haven't got a trim in a while. And I went and got the trim and the stylist said to me, she said, Danielle we got to cut off like two inches. And I'm like, for real? She's like, yes, like you got piranha ends and this is disgusting and it's just going to continue to eat your hair up. So long story short, she cut them off. And during one of the times that I was feeling down, you know, I'm like, God, what is going on? Like there is so much good that's happening in my life, but I feel like so much bad is happening at the same time. 
The revelation that God gave to me was that I was going through a pruning season. And in John 15, he talks about the vine and the branch. And he says, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. So he brought that scripture to me and basically said, Daniel, the reason that you felt like a whole lot of good was going on and there was a whole lot of bad going on, number one, it wasn't bad. It was the pruning process. I had to cut off the things that will not bear fruit um, according to my perfect will for your life. So the same way that you went and got your hair trimmed in September so that your hair can grow and retain its length is the same thing that you went through spiritually. I needed to cut some things off. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense because he was cleaning me up. He was getting rid of the things that just wasn't good for me. And at first I wrestled with it, but with the revelation, thank you, Holy Spirit, for revelation, I did so much better. So now that I know better, You know, I've definitely seen the fruit of that pruning because here I am doing this podcast first and foremost, but I have grown emotionally. I have grown spiritually. I have grown as a mother and I'll continue to do that. I try my best to maximize my time and spend it wisely, try my best to manage my money, whatever it is. In every area in my life, I saw a quickening, a quickening. And it's been amazing. So I encourage you guys to look back on your 2020. Go through it month by month and document one thing that you're grateful for or that you accomplished. And don't look for it to be something that is tangible. It could be something spiritual. It could be something emotional. And I want you guys to really pay attention to that. See how you can apply the things that you learned um, from 2020 to 2021. You know, think about what was going wrong for you during that time. How can you avoid reliving last year? And then capitalize off of it. Make a plan. Put some things into action. Set some boundaries for yourself. And we'll talk about boundaries in another episode. But set some boundaries for yourself and do the work. So that's it for today's episode. You know, um... I promise that I'm going to learn how to end these things a little better as I go, but that's it, y'all. I'm done. Thank you for listening to another episode of Pure Reflections, the podcast. Be sure to rate, review, hit the subscribe button, and share with a friend. For information about today's show, be sure to check out the show notes below. As always, stay focused, be true, and be you.